in in our business, uh, it's a relationship business. So clients, uh, you know, they hire the company, obviously, but the, the project manager, the coordinator, they get on site at the event is the person that that's there for them. That's the face of the company, right? They're the ones, we're the ones that are going out on, on show site, as we say, and, you know, making the convention successful, make sure the AV works properly. Um, so they basically uh, know you more than they know the salesperson behind the phone and the email at the office. Welcome back or welcome to the Business in Board Shorts podcast. I'm your host, C.T. Kalp, and in this podcast, I talk with coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Today's guest is Pete Pandit from San Diego, California. He's the owner of AV Guys, where they provide audio and visual services throughout the state of California, as well as the rest of the U.S., I really enjoyed this conversation because Pete and I run our businesses very similar uh, and obviously similar industries as I do web design and he does the audiovisual side of things. So I guess both tech, uh, you could say, but I hope you enjoy it as well. Let's jump in. Pete, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Good. Thanks. Uh, Starting off the day here with you and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Yes, me as well. So uh, have you grown up uh, in the San Diego area your whole life? No. So originally I'm from Bombay, India. I, uh, I moved to the U.S. Uh, right after high school in uh, 1979. And I moved to Los Angeles and I uh, went to college there. And after I graduated, I started working in the audiovisual field and uh, worked for this company. Uh, it was a big national company back in the old days called AVHQ, Audiovisual Headquarters. Uh, I spent 13 years with them, and then in 2000, uh, they were going through takeovers and mergers, and things were sort of changing uh, drastically with the operation of the company, and it sort of became a a frustrating thing, and a lot of people started leaving at that point, Um, and so that's when I decided to make my exit and start AV Guys. I started with a friend uh, originally. Then I moved to San Diego in 1991. Sorry, I didn't finish that part. I moved in 1991 to San Diego. They transferred me there to open a brand new hotel that they had just received a contract for because the company also, uh, we, we had offices in hotels and we provided services in that hotel. So I worked in that hotel, but not for the hotel itself. We were contracted to provide services in the hotel. And it was a beautiful resort that just opened in Coronado in 91, October 91, actually, almost exactly uh 29 years ago now. So that's how I ended up in San Diego. So I've been in San Diego since 1991 now. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners what's the vibe there? Well, San Diego is um, a lot of university, obviously. There's uh, San Diego State University, which is in the center of the city, uh, UCSD, which is in the northern part, La Jolla. And that area is heavy into biotech research and things like that. And then there's a private school also uh, called USD which is University of San Diego. And they're up on a hill overlooking the, the bay, basically. And it's a private Catholic school. And with the three large universities that we have, and of course, there's a kind of a mixed bag, depending on where you go. If you go, if you hang out in like the northern inland parts of San Diego, it's all where all the techie guys hang out. And, you know, they, they all live in that area. And then, of course, if you go to the beach areas like Ocean Beach and Pacific Beach and Mission Beach, 
it's mostly the surfers and the you know the guys that like to you know roll around on 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 uh, skateboards and bicycles and they don't drive that much in the neighborhood you know it's all two wheelers basically so san diego has you know different vibes and of course the the music scene is pretty uh popular in san diego we have a lot of small venues where you know local acts perform um and uh and it, it's a it's an interesting mix because you know while you're driving in san diego you see license plates from all different states you know and it's kind of a probably more than you would see anywhere else i would imagine you know we see a lot of texas plates mississippi plates alabama georgia you know the southern states that fortunately or unfortunately are heavy presence in the military san diego is very proud of the military connection and like especially during the pandemic when uh, when things got tough you know people were you know, being laid off, they didn't have work. Uh, you know, the food banks were focusing heavily on 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 the military families. You know, making sure they were, you know, they had food. They were given food. They did drive by uh, food pickup uh, locations and food banks and things like that. So they definitely uh, take care of the military communities. And when you were, when you went on your own, like how long did it take for you to go from hey, I'm going to go out on my own to actually? taking the plunge? I mean, did you had, had you thought about it for a while or was it more kind of spur of the moment? Like something isn't right here. I got to go. Yeah. So it, earlier, like in, I left in September, 2000, right before Labor Day is when I, when I left, I want to say in March, April of that year, I kind of started to, uh, you know, the, the seeds were sort of planted in my, in my brain and I started thinking about it. And, and my friend, Chris, uh, he's the one I started with. We started chatting and we, you know, he was also working for the same company and we kind of uh, started thinking about it. And then we would, you know, meet at a coffee shop and we discuss different points and, you know, how, what, what's our inventory going to be? How are we going to do this? How are we going to pay for this stuff? Clientele. And in, in our business, um, it's a relationship business. So clients, uh, you know, they hire the company, obviously, but the, the project manager, the coordinator, they get on site at the event is the person that that's there for them. That's the face of the company, right? They're the ones, we're the ones that are going out on, on show site, as we say, and, you know, making the convention successful, make sure the AV works properly. Um, so they basically uh, know you more than they know the salesperson behind the phone and the email at the office. And the company that I worked for, they didn't seem to understand that concept. They thought, Oh, everyone comes to us because we're the, you know, the big national company and, they, they didn't seem to realize the relationship aspect of it. So we had one or two clients already sort of, uh, you know, waiting in the wings, shall we say, uh, when we decided to leave. Head start in that sense that we already had some clientele sort of lined up. And then, of course, it takes time for, you know, to get, we joined the Chamber of Commerce and we joined the, the local convention and visitors bureau and we joined the meeting planner organizations and and then, you know, you start pressing the flesh, as we say, and going out to the mixers and and then doing some marketing, obviously, you have a booth at a trade show, things like that. So, yeah, but it, about three years, it took us to like fully ramp up and start, you know, being busy all the time. Yeah. I love how you talked about the relationship based approach. I believe in that and in business as well. And as right. we talked about prior to recording here, I'm a huge Seattle Seahawks fan, and that's the culture that they have built. And I think uh, from a sports team to a boardroom, it all works extremely well. And it's, right. you know, it's a human, it's a human to human thing. It's not just uh, revenue. Exactly. Exactly. And like clients that we have currently, uh, one client, I've, I've been working with them since 1994. 
when I worked for the other company for six years, I serviced their account. And now they're still with me in 20 years later, right? Uh, another client I've had since 2002. Uh, another client we've had since like 2008 or 2009, if I recall correct. So most of the clients that we get uh, tend to become repeat and then we stay with them and, you know, we've established a relationship with them and then we just, you know, keep doing their events. Now that's awesome. What would you say is your sweet spot, uh, whether it's, you know, number of attendees for, for an event or a certain kind of event, what would you say, or what do you like doing best? More, more than anything else for me personally, it's, it's, I mean, an event's an event, right? But it's the people that you're working with, the clients, they are, you know, we, we get along with them. They, you know, they know us, they like us. We know them. We like them. We know their style, what, what they like, what they don't like. Uh, so it's just sort of something that kind of comes naturally where, you know, you know how to deal with each, each client is different in their own way. Right. So, you know, uh, Mike might like things this way and Joe likes things this way, but we going in, we have an idea of, you know, what we need to do to make sure that they're comfortable and and I'd say ninety percent of the clients uh, they they're not micromanaging and following us around to make sure we've set up you know this meeting room and that meeting room that it's complete and they go and check oh are there three mics in here is the projector set up is the laptop here they know that you know when they've given us what they need to have in the room it's going to be there you know but yeah it's just being on site the energy you have all these people walking around trying to get to their different courses or classes and. And, uh, you know, we have the big general session with uh, 500 people, 1,000 people, you're playing music, people are walking in, and then the program starts. That's the adrenaline, you know, the rush you know, that we get from, from doing the events. Hey, it's CT. I'm interrupting my own show because I'm now open to new clients or I have a wait list for website design projects and marketing strategy sessions. If you're tired of throwing your marketing dollars down the drain and want a website that actually drives new business, let's hop on a call. You can book a free hour with me at ctcoup.com slash B-I-B. That's C-T-K-A-U-P-P dot com slash B-I-B. No fluff, no BS, just everything you need to up your online presence today. Now back to the show. How many events, obviously non-COVID times, how many events would you say you guys manage a year? Probably I would say counting the a lot of one day events that um, some one of the clients does a lot of one day events, but if I were to count all the one day events plus the multiple day events, I'd say between uh, sixty to seventy events a year. A third of those are the one dayers, so the remaining ones would be multiple day events, and um, including you know out of town traveling, flying. Uh, sometimes we truck the stuff depending on the size of the event. So, but yeah, about 60 to 70 events on a consistent basis a year. And how many would you say are in the Southwest part of the U S compared to the rest? Probably about uh, 15 to 20% would be in, in, you know, we'll call it the home turf area, which is within a five, six hour drive or, you know, within the state of California, let's say, or Phoenix, uh, which is, you know, about five, six hours away, but Las Vegas, same thing, uh, Los Angeles, two to three hours. I'd say about, yeah, 15% probably are in that area. The other 85% are, are elsewhere. We do stuff in Florida pretty consistently, in Chicago uh, pretty consistently, um, New York once or twice a year. Um, we also go to New Orleans quite a bit. Um, so, and, and also it's cyclical. Clients also, uh, 
you know, sometimes an, uh, an annual convention will be in one city this year. Next year, it'll be in a different city. And the following year, it'll be in a different city. And sometimes, depending on the rotation, we get hit in San Diego quite a bit, you know, like eventually coming to San Diego more than, you know, let's say four or five years ago, you know, because San Diego happens to be the rotation city for this year. And so a lot of events come to San Diego certain years, you know, so it's a kind of like a mixed bag, but usually, yeah, no more than 15 to 20% is in our home turf area. What would you say you've learned the most since you started your own business? It's the perseverance and hanging in there and knowing that, you know, you don't get, you know, one event, something else is, is going to come along basically. And, uh, you know, you just have to just be patient and, you know, have confidence in your, in your skill, in your ability and your reputation to, you know, that you will get other business, you know, you're, you're like inside my head as you're explaining that, because I think part of me is, is I'm three and a half years in, you know, you kind of take it personal, like, well, yep. this is great. Like, this is a great proposal. This is exactly what they need. Why wouldn't they go with me? But, but you're right. Cause on the other hand, you don't know what they're going exactly. through. And, um, you know, what's, what's happened on the other side of the glass, totally aligned with you. We're like, Hey, this is, this is what I do. This is what I charge. This is what you'll get. Take it or leave it. Like I'm not here to, to pester you. Like you said, follow exactly. up times because, because to me, if you got to do that, then they're not the right fit anyways. And, and some clients, unfortunately in our business, uh, they string you along. Uh, and a lot of clients do, uh, they, you know, hotels have the in-house AV as we call it, right? They have that company that's contract to provide services in the hotel. And they're always way more expensive because they give the hotel like a 50% commission on the equipment rental and sometimes on labor also. So, you know, I know what hotel pricing is like. It's usually almost always double what our pricing is because they're giving away half, so they have to recover it somewhere. So, uh, but a lot of clients, what they do is they, they get quotes from outside AV companies and then they shop it with the hotel. They say, hey, uh, I got a quote from Pete at AV Guys and you know, he, he can do this whole thing for $20,000, you know, they sometimes use our quote to leverage with the hotel and uh, get concessions from them. What is the best business advice you've ever received? So I said, don't be, just be, be honest, be yourself, be genuine, and don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong or if you don't know something. And that's it. That's all you come across as an honest, genuine person. I think people have more, more faith in you regardless of you know, or if you try to, you know, sort of BS your way around stuff and make up stuff that, that, you know, you're not qualified to do, or you don't know, or, you know, things like that. So I think that's, that's the most important advice, I think. And what's the best life advice you've ever received? I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a religious person, but I, I believe in, uh, I believe in karma and, uh, you know, kind of like it says in the Bible, do unto others as, you know, uh, same. So I, I subscribe to that philosophy, even though I don't, you know, follow the Bible. But just basically, uh, you know, be a good person uh, and uh, you just try to live a, you know, a good life, be, be good with people, can try to help people out. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, maybe the rewards will flow your way. Maybe they won't, but just, just live your life like a good person. And where can my listeners check you out? I have a LinkedIn page. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on f- uh, Facebook personally, as well as the AV guys. Uh, I can certainly email you those links. And uh, yeah, they can see our profile uh, on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And I post photos of our events on there also, and they can see what we do. Sounds good. I will link those up in the show notes. Thanks for joining me. Thanks very much, CD. It's a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye.